I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. We can even go and take a walk or something. You don't know. You don't know what Disneyland's about. Okay. All um, right. <laughs> hi, I'm Brennan Klein. I'm Dave Bloom. And welcome to Cast Party, the premier bi-weekly Will and Grace recap podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where one of us watches it, sort of, and the other one doesn't, and we make I jokes. Did. There have been two episodes yeah. in the interim between the last time we recorded. The, uh-huh. the fourth episode comes out tonight. Oh my God, I can't uh, wait. I know. <laughs> oh. So I'm reporting. Can we back. watch it while we're recording? Can that we just have be, it? We should just do um, oh like commentary yes. on Will and Grace. Episodes? Okay, so now that one guy is walking in and he's all like, "Hey, I'm that guy." How do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Will and Grace, I just blast through it really quick. Please. Uh, the writers apparently looked on Tumblr or Twitter just to see uh-huh. what everyone's talking about. Yeah. They're like, "All right, we got to make some jokes about Mitch McConnell." Okay. We got to do Obamacare. Yeah. Eric McCormick has a Google device in his house because they couldn't afford the Amazon one. I won't say her name. Oh, she's yeah, listening. she's right there. You can just say Echo. Echo. She won't respond to that. Okay, good. For some reason, because that is yeah. what she is. So. Well, you can train. You can tell it to respond to that if you want. It can either be in Echo case you can't remember or her name. the other name. Okay. Um, and there's also a joke about um, gold star gaze, which is a like, it's a whole thing. It's just a, it's a yeah. gay term, and it's like, wow, you really... Did a brief Twitter search about some things. <laughs> there are some jokes that are actually really good. Good. Like, mm, m- maximum one per scene, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there is, and also every episode, there is one joke that is just mystifying, where uh, Grace asked her employee yeah. if Karen was offending him, and it made no sense, and all that yeah. stuff. And now this one, Karen literally, she leaves the room, and she goes, hasta la homos. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not a thing that, people say or is a joke in the I laugh mean, track it's, it, seems it fits g- with the character if i mean i i don't know i wonder if like because you didn't really watch the show in the first run it's extra bad this time probably i i had that feeling with a uh, fuller house yeah which i watched the first 10 minutes of and i was like i don't get any of this yeah um, i mean i think you could have watched the whole run of the original full house and I mean, you might have felt that way about the original full house actually i think i probably <laughs> did um but yeah so there's that kind of stuff, but there's some lines that are okay. There was one that I laughed at that I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have, mm-hmm. but um, just Jack. He's yeah. he's teaching a theater class for kids, and he's talking to a guy who runs the program, who's played by Mike Red, who is now a supporting member of the SNL cast in the like featured players. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Um, and Jack's like, yes, I'm looking for the place where the thespians make magic and the lesbians build the sets. <laughs> That's that's pretty perfect. It is pretty good. <laughs> um, and the thing is, um, one of the episodes, which I believe was called Who's Your Daddy, <laughs> um, is about both Jack and Will have dates with younger men because pe- sitcom characters can never do things one at a time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's actually about both of them confronting the fact that they are aging. Okay. And they're in a community that doesn't value aging or values it in a weird kind of warped way. Yeah. And they're kind of coming to terms with that. And that's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's paired with some abominable physical comedy mm. on Jack's part. You might like it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. You'd like it. No, because you, you like some very over-the-top yes. physical performances. It's hard to do. 
Yeah. Um, but also like that actually genuinely interesting side of things mm-hmm. featuring a guest star by Ben Platt, who's a star of Dear Evan Hansen on yeah. Broadway. Um, that's cool. Like that's actually interesting. And then it's paired with Karen and Grace stuck in a shower that's slowly filling up with water. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's a little all over the place. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's a sitcom. Yeah. And it's a 90s sitcom that they're just doing now. I mean... No, that that is the biggest problem still. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't that know why it, you keep watching it. Because it's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> it's, You're like, it's a time machine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's a time machine that talks about things that I've heard of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love the show when it first came out uh, or when it was first out. I always thought it was kind of over the top and weird. Um but uh i mean there's a lot of people who really love it yeah no like cool i I have a soft (laughs) spot in my heart for will and grace and what it means and like i guess the characters as a cultural document yes um but the show so far it is what it is yeah um there may be teasing a jack and will romance that will happen which is a bad idea yeah. Um, I unless this unless this season is like four episodes. Yeah, I don't think five, it's gonna go like, there actually. Because yeah. it's a sitcom and everything needs to return to stasis all, all Exactly. The time. Like we that this, this is one of those shows that they just it, it had to return to stasis. They all have to be single and, yeah. and unhappy and Yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. Will to has progress. to live with Grace and yeah. you can't be in a committed relationship oh, with whatever. Um yeah. also there's literally a joke about clapper lights. So I was like, Well, the nineties are back everyone. Oh my god. Does somebody go like when did you switch to, or you need to switch to decaf? That was a standard '90s joke. Oh no, no, nope, there's no, that, no. and then like, where's Grace, and what have you done with her, or whatever? Who are you, and what have you done with oh, Grace? Oh yeah, that joke. oh god, that joke. Those jokes were like, I mean, it was pretty much every five minutes you were getting one of those three, the clapper light. It's a good, it's a good button in the right scene. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, good but button. the thing is, it's totally unmotivated in this, too. Yeah. I assume the clapper light was a large through line throughout the show during the 90s. I have to assume. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I assume it was like the fifth build character most of the time. Yeah. Um, yes. But literally, because it's... Actually, the original title of the show was Will and Grace and the Clapper Light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but and yeah. they were like, that's too long. We don't want obvious... They're like, make it Will and Clapper Light. <laughs> But Deborah Clapper Messing had in her contract. <laughs> Clapper Light and Grace. More like <laughs> yeah, because Why he's... Will does not need to be in the... Uh, uh, but mm. Hollywood's sexist, so they don't want just a woman in the yeah. show's title. We don't have to talk about that. Nope. Anyway, I just wanted to say it's totally unmotivated. It makes no sense. Jack has a... His younger date is coming over. Mm-hmm. Jack told this date that he was 25. So he has like a bunch of makeup on and he's sitting in the dark. Oh, okay. And then he's like... The date comes in. He's like follow the sound of my youthful voice yeah and it's like uh, i guess that's a joke yeah um but then the guy finds him and he's like oh yay i found you like he claps for himself uh, that he found him twice uh, which is not a thing that anyone has done no. in the history of the world no and, I, and then the lights turned on i was like wait what happened oh <laughs> uh, yeah anyway what are we doing this episode oh wait Sorry, I have some, I have Keep some going. news. Yeah. Um, I actually, a little update. Wait, did we get an email? 
Because that would be groundbreaking. <laughs> no, we've <laughs> damn it. No, no. Uh, I got really noticed. excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just me related news. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're a huge fan of Cast Party, as I know pretty much everyone in the known world is. Yeah. All the millions of our listeners yeah. <laughs> that are listening to this at this moment. Uh-huh. Um, you can listen to me on the most recent episode of the Blumhouse Horror Podcast Shockwaves, which I was a guest co-host on last week. Cool. Um, we talked about LGBT horror mm-hmm. with uh, Christopher Landon, who directed Happy Death Day, which is out in theaters. It was super awesome. Mm-hmm. And he's a very handsome man. Oh. It was very distracting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a super cool show. If you want to hear Brennan stop a lot of sentences mid, <laughs> mid-word. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a really cool episode. You should check it out. It is episode 69, about which I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what are we doing this episode? We are doing um, just a grab bag of IMDb news stuff all right i I love bags i love grabbing things (laughs) yeah so uh i just scrolled through imdb over the you know it has that like news section and it compiles news from like all over the place and gives you like a little headline i didn't necessarily read all the articles most nobody does no sometimes you click on it and you're like oh god now there's like a million pop-up ads and like weirdness and i'm on some slideshow you have pop-up ads oh, on your no, computer? Not pop-up ads, but like the banner ads that pop okay. up and get in your way. Okay, they're, yeah. They've changed away from the obnoxious pop-up ads. Now they're, ads, now they're, now they're more like... Insidious? Yeah. You're like, oh, why can't I read this article? Oh, I have to close that window. Or like if, you're, if your window frame isn't open all the way, you can't see the little X to close it out. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. So um, I just went through and there's some just fun stuff to talk about. So we're just going to kind of freewheel all over the place Okay. Here. I hope this isn't terrible because this is this is the one episode where I literally, other than the Will and Grace notes, I prepared absolutely nothing. Oh, good. So we'll see if I have anything to say about anything. I think you're gonna have a lot to say about everything. I feel like I usually do. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, let's try it. I, I mean, this was this was kind of what we thought the show might be at some point. So. I know, but that's why I'm nervous. Yeah. Because <laughs> what if it's a failure? If it's a failure, there's going to be four disappointed podcast listeners. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're like, this was the worst two hours of my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so here's the first one I got. So the Han Solo movie. Yes. The new Star Wars. Uh, st- what do they call them? Like a Star, a Star Wars, Wars story. story. So they, they gave it a title. Yes. I heard about this. And the title is. I mostly saw memes making fun of it, so I'm not right. sure what the truth is. So, so tell me. So the title is Solo. Yes shocker yeah i don't i i was like oh i thought that was already the name like it was either gonna be han or solo what were they gonna do like (laughs) anyway is it Um, about him at a house party in college because solo cups you are fired oh no (laughs) such a bad joke (laughs) it was great though um so as you just said fans don't like it fans don't like anything right i don't know why they're fans of the thing they like i put fans in quotes because what fans is wrong? of criticizing entertainment yeah. news fans of the original and that they don't want they don't want anything new to happen they really excited it for it to come and then they can't help but be disappointed because it it's like, not ha- the thing they've been imagining for right years. it's not the script they wrote in their head so how could uh-huh. it be good also I, I don't really know that i don't think anybody's gonna not see it because of the title. right I, but i also think it's gonna be not well received because you, I, I don't think people are going to like it. Yeah, because Han Solo is such an iconic character. For me, I bet you I will like it. Because yeah. the guy playing him is Alden Ehrenreich, who's yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, What's he from? 
He's a bunch of horror movies. No, actually, no. Okay. Um, he's some teen dramas. I think I've talked about him on a previous episode, but he was in Hail Caesar, which oh, is not okay. a terrific movie. I need to watch that because I like I I usually like the bad Cohen like quote okay. unquote bad Cohen Brothers might, movies better. Are, honestly, there are. Because they're usually more fun. There are like five or six genuinely brilliant scenes in that movie okay. that are really funny. And the yeah. rest is just kind of like random and mushy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alden Ehrenreich is great. He's like the breakout star of a movie that has Channing Tatum and Josh Brolin and George Clooney and like all this stuff. I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah, I never heard of him. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's in it. Um, you know, Ron Howard, my favorite director. Yeah. No, I don't care about Ron Howard. Oh, I think he's a really good director he's a good service he's a really director no stop it he's <laughs> directed some really great movies like uh that one with the whales no that's not one of like them that one where chris hemsworth drives cars around oh boy he sure likes his chris hemsworth project yeah he projects, does doesn't he no i mean it's been a while but he he did some good stuff and a lot of them are like more simple i like i like how simply he does things there's uh-huh. not you never are like oh this is clearly a ron howard picture you know what i mean he yeah, doesn't yeah. get in the way of it but I, I don't. I literally. I barely have an opinion on Ron Howard. What's weird to me is that it, when I first heard it that he was directing, I was like, "That's so awkward." And then I was like, "No, it's not. He's like an old school George Lucas person. He's yeah. in American Graffiti. He was a re- like he was on set while George Lucas was like, I think I'm gonna do a sci-fi movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's my George Lucas. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So okay. So nobody. Uh, first of all. Anyway. <laughs> I think I'm more excited. Like, I don't know why everybody wants to see a Han Solo movie. Han Solo, like, we we got a lot of Han Solo in the movies. I don't need a backstory. Like, he's this mysterious pirate guy. It's cool. If we get more of him, it's not going to be interesting. I think it's going to be, it's going to, first, and how do you have anybody play him but Harrison Ford? Yeah, that's going to be a big sticking point for a lot of people. So Um, I thought, I thought, they should have focused on making a Lando Calrissian because we know nothing about him. He's this uh-huh. kind of weird character that pops in. It's played by Billy D. Williams, who's real out of place in the original movie. See, <laughs> like he says, smooth seventies dude, and he's like in a space thing. Um, but uh, I came up with some ideas off the top of my Ooh, head about okay. what they should have called the movie. Oh, okay. oh, I love this. Okay, yeah. Uh, First one I came up with is some other guy plays young Harrison Ford and everyone is disappointed. Okay. That should be the title. How about <laughs> all for Han and Han for all? A That's Star pretty Wars good. story. That's pretty no, you good. Have to, you have to put a Star Wars story at the end. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Sorry. Titles. So some other guy plays young Harrison Ford and everyone is disappointed. A Star Wars story. Great. I'd watch that. Okay. <laughs> scruffy looking. I thought scruffy looking. Okay. A Star Wars story because he's, you know. That's yeah, the and then the sequel line. could be Nerf Herder. Yes. Star Wars story. I would so watch the good. hell out of that movie. Right? Yeah. Um, or just Nerf Herder is the first one and the second one is scruff- Scruffy Looking. Either way, you yeah. have your choice. Um, Nerf Herder 2, Legend of the Scruff. Yeah. Uh, Lando and Han. I thought they could have done that. A Star Wars love story? Yeah, Star Wars, a Star Wars buddy f- flick of Star Wars yeah. Buddy cop, or no, they're evil. It's it's gonna it could be it would be some like it hot, okay. but with Han and Lando. Oh, some uh, some like it Hondo. No. <laughs> some like it Han. Yeah. Come on, don't don't push it. I tried to combine names. Some Lando it. Never mind. <laughs> oh um, some Lando it Han. <laughs> uh, oh, it's terrible. It's too much. It makes no sense. Also, no. Uh, the other one I I wanted to do was they you know they, so it's solo right. 
Yeah. And I realized that they didn't want to call it Han because no one knows how to say Han. Yeah, not even the actors. It's say like Han it or Han. Yeah. So it could just be called No One Knows How to Say Han. <laughs> okay. A Star Wars story. A Star Wars story. I think there's some other ones we probably could come up with, but I think it would be called like Han Solo in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> right. I just love that like this is the internet. I hate that title. Do I have a positive suggestion for what it should be? No. I'm going to offer nothing. I'm just going to crap on other people's ideas. Like, what else could it be called? Yeah, like, it is what it is. Like, wh- what are we going to do? Like, Give what's... It- is it, like, Greedo shot second? Yeah. I, a prequel? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what people want. The The thing I'm worried about with this movie, yeah. genuinely, is that it's going to justify every single detail of Han Solo's character in the entire movies and everyone he's ever met. Yeah. And so he's going to, like, Jabba the Hutt's going to fly by and he's going to be like, oh, that I don't like the looks of that guy. Yeah. And then, like... He sees a vest in like a department store and he's like, yeah. <gasps> I need that vest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, it's, yeah, I was just like, I just want an Indiana Jones space movie with Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo doing some adventure. Yeah. I just, I mean, that's part of it is, I mean, the original Star Wars were not super deep. No. There were some cool twists along the way. Uh, but that's spoiler alert. Yeah. Snape, Snape kills Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That part was weird. <laughs> I was like, why is there a wand? <laughs> um, okay. So, moving on. Okay. The next thing I saw, which I'm really excited about, and I don't know if I have any commentary, there, Riz Ahmed is developing a Hamlet for Netflix. Oh, I heard tell of this also yeah. on the Twitter. Yeah. Um, the tweets? Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, he was yeah. in Rogue One. There we go. What title can be worse than Rogue One? Still didn't matter. <laughs> or Rogue Solo. <laughs> Rogue Solo. Jesus. Anyway, I'm still obsessed with the fact that I have no idea who this guy is. Like, he was in that show on HBO, and I was sure he was just like, oh, wow, they plucked this guy from obscurity. Boy, he was really good. And then, uh, like, in the last month or two, I'm like, oh, he's got, like, a whole thing happening, and I have no idea. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere, and but he's like I a never, rapper, right? Yeah, I think again. I think we talked about this on the last episode, mm-hmm. and I think I wanted to mention what I'm going to mention, but okay. I think I forgot. If I okay. mentioned it already, I apologize. Well, our but our listeners are. I know. Big big twist time. Okay, Idris Elba has a rap career in England. I don't. I don't know what to do with that's that a true thing that happened. It's a. The song's not good. Yeah, but I, I wanted to. There be are good. more of them, like. Check it out. He okay. has like a Vivo account and everything. <laughs> but like, how old is this? Because he's not young. I'm not totally sure. Past 10 or 15 years, I think. Oh, okay. Like, so it's been a while since he did. I don't remember. I'll look I'm, it up while you're saying okay. your thing about Rizumit. Well, I, it's more just like I'm excited to see what they do with Hamlet because Hamlet can, Hamlet's are, I mean, there's a lot of people who like, crap on it just the same way the internet craps on everything oh, he never does anything he's just like that title's so boring <laughs> yeah that title i hate that title <laughs> um shakespeare was bad at titles uh i mean there's just some great moments in hamlet so i don't know what it means i know that they're setting it in modern day but are they going to change the language we talked about this with yeah with the romeo and juliet romeo and juliet like i, I don't it's like ooh, how cool what a good idea i hope it's good i hope i hope it's not bad but him playing Hamlet is a really cool thought. 
Yes. So that's and, all I got. Sorry. Idris Elba's rap career, he was known as Big Dries. Okay. And it was in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. To cool. mid. Like 2006, he had an EP going on. Okay. That's so acceptable. Like that. If it was right now, I'd be like, ooh, boy. No. Um, yeah. He's so kind of the thing. He made a movie with Beyonce or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Obsession. And Ali Larder, I think, was the the sexy lady who was going to draw him away from Beyonce. Yeah, okay. Um, Good old Ali Larder. I love Ali Larder, though. Do we? But I do. Oh. I do. Yeah. I said that was just a view statement for the world. Okay. Um, Real quick question. Is Hamlet going to be a movie or like a miniseries? From what I remember, I think it's like a, sh- like a miniseries. Okay. Like they're going to, which would be, which is a good idea. Yes. Because it's a very long play. And if you watch Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, it's He's a, like, I'm keeping every word in. Yep. Ooh, it's excruciating. Um, but if you get to chunk it up and break it into parts, it could be really cool. Like, say, five acts? <laughs> yeah. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah. But also, I hope it's so successful they feel obligated to make a second season and then have no idea what to do. Oh, yeah. Like, continue it for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like they do with everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, Under the Dome was like that. Um, that Stephen King miniseries. Yeah. It got three seasons. It was only supposed to have one. Yeah. And well, that's hilarious. I love that kind yeah. of stuff. But um, I was just going to say, speaking of Shakespeare, mm-hmm. I think I talked about how I, no, I don't know. I read The Tempest with Sergio over the weekend, like a couple weekends ago. Okay. Um, Because he had to read it for a class. I pretended to read it in college. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, I just watched the 50s sci-fi movie Forbidden Planet. Okay. Um, and it's about well, Leslie Nielsen is in it as a very young man. Yeah, it's very strange. Well, yeah, he was a serious actor until well, Airplane. He was a actor. No, he was like a, well, that's yeah, all like he a did. He was known. Actor, he was yeah. known for just doing serious stuff. Yeah, and then he did Airplane, and everybody was like, "He's brilliant." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so in Forbidden Planet, it's about this ship that's going to find this old shipwreck and they kind of get stranded on this planet Mm -hmm. and they find this like old scientist man and his daughter and i was like this is very similar to the tempest and the like it's these two isolated people on an island and the daughter is all of a sudden exposed to like all of these young men Mm -hmm. and they have like a weird servant in because in the original it's caliban the monster but now it's robbie the robot who's the best robot that's ever existed Mm -hmm. at one point in the movie robbie literally drinks bourbon and burps to analyze it and it's so good that's cool um but anyway i felt super smart because i was like this is like the tempest Mm -hmm. and then i was googling it and i found a whole bunch of super smart articles about how like the themes of the tempest present in forbidden planet and i was like i'm a genius my college education paid off (laughs) it's literally it's only because i literally had those two things present themselves to me within like a week of each other but i feel pretty cool about it (laughs) all right that's cool anyway so what's your next thing my next thing i think you're gonna enjoy this okay so they announced that share oh oh yes has joined the cast of mama mia here we go again i'm so excited by the way if we're talking about titles the best title the best title what's happening I opened my iTunes so I could look at all the ABBA songs that okay. could potentially be in Mamma Mia. Here we go. Again. Oh, okay. Yes. Because they used them all. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. They um, can use, sorry. So, I mean, I love that it's like, it's share, like, ooh, this big announcement. Share, who, I mean, I don't know how relevant share is Very. in the world. Sure. <laughs> Everybody's constantly clamoring for more share. Um, 
the people in my community are. <laughs> right. I mean, the people that are excited about this movie, it's it's a perfect match. Yeah, exactly. But it's also like... Old women in beauty parlors yes. and the gays. <laughs> but like, why is this movie happening? Because it's incredible. <laughs> I... I I topped out my uh, audio bar shouting about <laughs> Mamma Mia. But um, it's the single worst idea that's ever happened. Right. I'm so excited. Right. And I think it's such a perfect pairing. Like, it's Cher, someone who hasn't been relevant since pretty much the 80s. No. When was... Uh, <laughs> that was the late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. So almost 20 years. And then... A movie um, that hasn't been relevant in at least 10. Yeah. It's like a perfect marriage. I'm so ready. Yeah. Also, you we know should, ooh, what? Sorry, I was gonna say we should do an episode just about Mama. We Mia. really should. Yeah, I've never seen the movie, really? nor do I want to. So I'll we show should, it to you. We, I, I think I we should it. just do an episode of you telling me about it and me reacting. Oh my god, maybe that could be next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! God, I think okay, that'll be our Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me see when our next our next episode is coming out. Like. Yeah. Nobody knows. Um, no one knows. But Calendars do, are hard. I do want to make a note about t- that Mamma Mia episode idea because it's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this movie could only be terrible and I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, like, cause like I said, they used all the songs. So I literally, I've been, I've sat there and I've been mm-hmm. thinking, what songs are they going to use? Yeah. Cause they'll bring back Mamma Mia. Is it bad that I just thought of an Ace of Bass song? Instead what of song, I don't know. I I saw the sign. Yeah, because the they're only all one. Yeah, but they are also like a Swedish pop band. Yeah, that had a similar rise and fall. Really, that ABBA did. Yeah, how, I don't how know how similar. long ABBA was actually a thing. Like a, I think like a solid Beatles esque decade. <laughs> really? Did you just compare ABBA to the Beatles? Yeah, they look. They came across the pond with their glorious music for a decade, and then they went away. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe I think years. it was probably yeah. I don't know. I know their last. Like, I know that at one point in my life, ABBA was a joke, of, like bad music. I mean, that's a wrong joke, but that's fine because uh, it's funny because it's wrong. Well, you know when you're too close when it when movie plays its or mo- movie when movie <laughs> plays itself out. Wow. Yeah, I was uh, talking to my second period class this, this morning, so at okay. eight thirty, and I said something weird, and I. I pluralized something that no one's ever pluralized, <laughs> like musics or something. <laughs> and then I was like, did I just say musics? And everybody was like, yeah, we just let it go. And I was like, I'm recording my podcast tonight. This is going to be fun. <laughs> I've, I've already- some, some weird stuff's going to come out of my mouth. Anyway, uh, when you know music played itself out, and especially disco, there was such a backlash. Yes. So it took a while for them to, but for a while, all that music was like a solid, it was a joke. Like if you wanted to land a joke, you played some seventies music and had someone do the like Saturday night fever point at the ceiling dance. And then, um, and then somewhere it like got cool again. And, and we, and like comedians were being like, what ABBA's coming back. What's happening? What's going on with the world? And then a full 10 years after that, it came back again. Mm Mm-hmm. It was ABBA weird. is eternal. Uh, I don't Just know like that. technology, pop culture is cyclical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible misquote of a uh, 30 Rock episode. Oh. Because uh, Liz Lemon's terrible boyfriend owns a like a beeper oh, store. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And he's like, technology is cyclical. They're right. coming back. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's hear some potential songs. Yeah. 
obviously they're going to use Mamma Mia again because they have to. Yeah. Or they have to at least put it in the trailer. My microphone cable is. Yeah, your microphone cable is out of control. Um, but yeah. There we go. They can, can use. I did the same thing. Yep. That I did a couple weeks ago where I was leaning forward and I was like, my back hurts. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. It's the microphone cable. All right. This is so important to me. Yeah. Um, go ahead. They can use the songs they cut from the original musical. Okay. Um, name of the game. Um, one of us. Right. And Under Attack, which is one of the best ABBA songs that no one's heard of, which is why they cut it All for three the of those were songs no one's heard of. One of us is crying. One of us is I feel like I'm there. In a lonely bay. I could do it like Cher. Mm. One of, I can't do a Cher <laughs> impression. Um, <laughs> oh, what even? They could do Andante on Dante. They could do Cassandra. You know, the big hits. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you this. What? I don't know ABBA at all. I know the songs. I know Dancing Queen. Uh-huh. Give me another one. Mamma Mia. Mia. Um, I don't think I knew that until the musical came out. What? Like until I heard ads for the musical. I was like, Mamma Mia. But that's yeah, right, Mama, such yeah. a big song. Mama, um, Mama, take a Chance it. on Me. I know that one. Okay. Um, those are like their big ones. That's three. They made a There's whole some- musical and they're making a sequel. Uh, they actually. What else is there? Uh. Head over I saw this is great. <laughs> um, if it wasn't for the night and angel eyes are great. There's one called Happy New Year. It Staying alive. Sad. That's them, right? Nope. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, wow. What even? There literally is nothing that they haven't used. They li- they used Honey Honey, which is not a song that anyone talks about. Um, honey Honey. They could use the King Kong song, which is literally a song about how the guy from ABBA watched King Kong last night and he wanted to write a song about it. Sounds good. It's a, this movie is destined for greatness. I'm so excited because I love Abba, Abba Deep Tracks. There's one called Put On Your White Sombrero that's very good. Sounds great. <laughs> it's wonderful. I, you know, I've always wanted to hear a Swedish band sing in English about Mexican stuff. Well, they have a song called Chikatita, and they did great. great. They have a whole album in Spanish, actually. That's perfect. Because Swedish and Spanish are actually closer together than Swedish and English. Um, mm. So they could pronounce things more easily that's weird yes it's a weird thought that's so good so, okay tell me the next thing because i'm gonna just name yeah. songs that nobody cares about until the cows come home okay and we don't have cows so the it's cow, gonna just the cows be are home brennan the cows came home oh <laughs> you've got some <laughs> explaining to do <laughs> okay okay the black panther trailer yes have you seen it not the new one if there's a new one there's a new one okay it's is it, longer is it, it looks really good See, the thing is, because it's one of those movies, like, I know I'm going to see it, mm-hmm. so I don't want to watch the trailers, because it's like, yeah, it's like, why? I'm already going to be there. I My used ticket to, is sold. I used to have movies spoiled by trailers, because I would remember every moment of the trailer, yeah. and then I'd be like, oh, that hasn't happened yet. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, no, that means it's from the end. Oh, no. Right? I could piece the things together. Yeah, I feel Now like my too. brain is such a sieve uh-huh. that I watch it. I remember, like, two things from what I watched. You're like, I, I remember that twice. Martin Freeman's in this. Yeah, I watched it twice. I watched the trailer, the trailer twice, and both the second time I was like, I think this is different. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember this. Um, so I'm one of the things I'm excited about is Michael B. Jordan is in it. Michael B. Jordan? Yes. Okay. He's so, good. Yeah. He's really good. But uh, you're not going to get this because you never watched The Wire. Okay. And I'm not going to scold you about it. But the character he plays in The Wire has a very heartbreaking storyline. Okay, was he like a child in that? Yes. Okay, yeah, because he's young. And then he disappeared for a while, and then he showed back up on Friday Night Lights. And I remember being like, oh, thank God, Wallace. Like, he's okay. 
Aww. Right? Uh-huh. Um, and then now he's like a legit kind of movie star and he's doing all these great things and he's been in movies where he should have been nominated for Oscars and maybe, did he get nominated for Creed? I don't know. I don't know. Creed got nominated for something. Anyway, yeah, he's, Sylvester he's, Stallone definitely got nominated for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I won't. I won't bless you guys with my uh, Sylvester Stallone impression. There was you me. That's closer to my share impression than it should be. Why is this voice so high? Because <laughs> that, that sounded like Beaker. Okay, hold on. Hey everybody, you gotta go see my movies, correct? <laughs> so good it's like he's in the room <laughs> i know <laughs> he actually is i'm having him ventriloquize me i didn't know that you could use that as a verb i didn't know you could pluralize music I, well i sure did i don't know what i pluralized this morning i'm just using right. that as an example i can't remember. i'd have to remember what we were talking about and my brain's a sieve yep um anyway anytime i see him in something i just go like oh wallace is okay well, that's uh, good. Because, yeah, if you watch him, uh, he's so good, and he was so young, and it was so sad. Uh, yeah, that show's hard to watch, The Wire. Yeah, see, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't really, really it's, I yeah. don't need that in my life. You're not going to get a happy ending at the end of that one. I don't necessarily need a happy ending, but I need just not unending misery from start to finish, which I'm sure it's not. It doesn't not, matter. Let's not talk about The Wire. Some Nobody wants it, but to yeah. talk about The Wire. People do want to hear all the songs of ABBA, though. Let's uh, go back yeah, to that. that's my niche. Hold on. <laughs> um, what 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 songs didn't I mention? <laughs> um, there's one called Asta Manana. Secret Agent Man. Is that them? Isn't that Weird Al? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of Spy Hard or something. So here's the funny thing. All I'm doing to come up with these movie titles is use the. <laughs> When ABBA first came back and was sort of a thing, it was at the uh-huh. same time that Ace of Base was sort of a thing. Yeah. And I was working at a kid's camp and we had a karaoke room and I'm just listing all the songs that I can remember <laughs> <laughs> that played over and over in that damn room. Uh, all right, let's move on. Okay, we're moving on. Moving right along. Moving. Okay, so Stranger Things is coming back. Yes. Very soon. Pretty soon. Yeah, in a couple weeks. One week. I yeah. don't know what day it is. Yeah. It's exciting, but also... I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. I mean, so. okay. I'm just like, worried. I'm just worried. I mean, the lead from Power Rangers has joined the cast, so it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm probably going to love it, and the internet's going to crap on it, and I'm really well, considering deleting t- Twitter. Really? Okay, yeah. That makes sense. I'm just tired of how... But it's fun. In, it's like... It's hard because a lot of the people that are making it hard for me, it's because they're retweeting things. They're you can not, actually... You can turn off people's retweets. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, you can I'm gonna do, do that, that specifically. I'm going to do that. I've had to do that. Yeah. Because there's like funny comedians, but they're like... What's happened is comedians have stopped being funny on Twitter. They just announce their shows and then like... They're like, here's a social issue I want you to... I'm like, yeah, ah, this isn't where I go for my social issues stuff. I mean, I get it. It's a good idea and awareness should be raised, but I don't want to... I'm like laying in bed trying to fall asleep. Don't get me upset. Yeah. I For a while, I had to have a rule that it was just like, I'm not doing Twitter or political podcasts before I go to bed. Yeah. Because... No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um. Anyways. What the hell were we talking about? Stranger Things. Yes. It's, I'm excited for it, but I'm worried that it's not going to be as good. But I'm going to probably root for it so hard that it's going to be good to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's what it's, it's either in that situation. It's either going to be a huge disappointment or a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. It's like, cause you're so in your head about it. 
I tend to just be such a cheerleader for stuff that I like and people that I like and like I appreciate what these people have done that I'm just going to see the good in it. I'm usually not disappointed by stuff. I'll I'll forgive it and then years later be like, yeah, that actually wasn't good and I was just fooling myself. Well, as long as you're enjoying it, yeah. that's all that matters. And I I think I don't I don't think Stranger Things is beholden to being a single season story. I don't think it mm-hmm. closed itself off. Like I think it's a story that like could be continued and I yeah. think that could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just redlined on my thing. I don't know what's going on. I my might have to turn us down a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, whatever. Who cares? Just turn your speakers down. Weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really audience aggressive episode. Yeah. I hate you. If you're listening to this, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. You're the only one. No, Lauren listens when she drives up from San Diego. Sometimes. Yeah, she told me that it because we talk for so long, it gets us all, it gets her all the way here. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I like that your episodes are way too long. Um, oh, and uh, Greg Johnson, hey Greg, he listens. Hi. Oh, hello. Yeah, he listens. He was like, I really enjoy the podcast. Oh, that's really good. Wow, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a here's a headline that's just kind of staggering to me. Okay. Um, I'm having to ignore that I misspelled something in it, but it says Netflix is going to release 80 original films in 2018. They're, they're like Marvel. It's like one, don't tell us how many you're doing because that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But also that I barely watch 80 new films in a year anyway. Nobody does. But that's what I think is cool is that they're like, here artists, here's some money, go make yeah. some art. And I and I feel like a lot of their projects, you're not like, oh, this is a Netflix thing. Like it's just, yeah, they have a lot of different unique things. I think it's awesome. It's it's they're doing what the movie industry should have been doing all along. Mm-hmm. But well, it's what it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the uh, no, I mean, I think like you said, it'll be in such widely different mm-hmm. genres for widely different demographics. You yeah. won't feel compelled to watch all right. of these things. Yeah. But like that's a that's a whole a bunch. Lot. It's cool though. It's not like it. I mean. I guess they raised the prices slightly. I'm sure they did. Who cares? Like, I'm paying $7.99 and I can watch anything I want. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, anyway, I'm just impressed with Netflix in general. I think it's such a cool thing. I'm, I worry whenever something's really cool that, like, at some point we're going to realize, like, oh, this doesn't make business sense and it's all going to yeah. shut down. I mean, I've been... Like, I was just going to say that, like, I feel like this bubble has to pop at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to reach a point where it either has to pull back because it's unsustainable. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, literally everyone in the world is giving us money, so we can't keep growing. Yeah. Um, But I've been worried that the Marvel bubble is going to pop, and that has not happened yet. No. So maybe I'm just wrong about things. Yeah. I mean, the I I want the Marvel stuff to stop taking itself so seriously. Yeah, be fun again, please. Be fun, yeah. Avengers Thor was, seems like it'll be fun. Yes, and that's kind of what I've been hearing is that like it's back to being fun, and it's you know. And Guardians of the Galaxy two was fun. Mm. I, as whether or not you liked it, yeah. the tone was trying to be fun. It was yes, it was light for the most part. Yeah, it's funny because I don't. I need to watch that movie again. Because I've, I've come to the point where I almost can't enjoy movies in movie theaters anymore because I'm so distracted by other people or, like, I'm uncomfortable in the seat or whatever. <laughs> my dad is like that, yeah. too. Yeah. And, like, my screen's big enough here. I don't I don't really need to see anything in the movie theater. I do it because it's fun to go with my son. Yes. We go to the movies, and it's, like, a treat for him, and he's excited, and we get some popcorn and some soda and whatever. 
But like, we watched that movie and he was underwhelmed. So I think oh. I, because it wasn't. The first one is such a roller coaster ride, and the second one is like they're on a planet for a long time. Yeah, it, it's not as good. And there's a lot of but, talking, which kids don't like no, talking. No, no, no. They don't want exposition. But I will say I can totally relate to your theater comment because mm-hmm. I just started watching movies with my 14 year old cousin, mm-hmm. and it's so good. Yeah. Um, I took him to see Happy Death Day. Yeah. And it blew his little baby mind. Oh. Like. Oh, he had so much fun. I mean, it was yeah. a really fun movie. Yeah. Like, and it's so geared for teens. And so, mm. like, he really responded to it. Yeah. Um, but, like, I've been showing him the Friday the 13th movies, mm-hmm. and he's been sort of enjoying them. Um, yeah. He enjoyed the second one. Okay. Um, but, like, it's just so cool to actually see something with someone who is not jaded and has seen everything. And it's like, oh, that's just a ripoff of this movie <sighs> from 86 or whatever. Oh, man. And it must suck to be you. <laughs> I still like most of the most things I acknowledge that it's ripping it off and I'm like yeah. it's doing that because that's still a fun thing to do. But well, and all I mean that's that is what you're supposed to do is Yeah. Like, you're supposed to honor what came before you and use it and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes like, it feels more like a rip off than others. There yeah, there it really depends on how you use what you're using. Yeah. Um but that doesn't matter. I'm just saying like taking someone younger to a movie whether it is like your child or a child yeah it can be a really rewarding experience yeah Yeah. um speaking of my child he's gonna be excited about this announcement okay they're making i believe a tv show okay of teen titans yes and they're calling it titans Okay, so they're like adults now? Is it like Rugrats all grown up? No, I think they're still teens. They just didn't want to go with Teen Titans because, I don't know, it's already been done a couple times. I mean, I don't want to solo a Star Wars story, this TV show title. Yeah. But Teen Titans. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. I don't... I See, like, if I was looking at the show, I would think, oh, it's about the ancient Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they they cast their Beast Boy. Okay. And he's Can I guess? Yep. Oh, now I'm really overwhelmed. David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still like teenagers. Okay, so it's a teenager. Like he's a young guy. I, I don't know. I can't even remember okay. his first name okay. right now. Is it Taron Egerton from Kingsman? No, but it should have been because he's in everything now. Yeah, and he's only doing like voice acting kind of now, oh. which is super annoying because he's a very handsome man. Yeah. Um, Not only voice He was just in Kingsman 2, which I saw in the theaters last week. How was it? It was a mess, but I really oh, okay. enjoyed it. Did you like the first one? I I loved the first one. Okay. With an asterisk because the closing joke is literally the worst joke that any movie's ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was sophomoric and I loved it. Yeah. Um. All right. Sorry. Um. I'll I'll do one more guess. Okay. Who is young and important? Is it that kid? Is it uh? Ansel Elgort? <laughs> yes. Okay, no. great. Who is it? His last name is Potter, and now I can't remember his first name. Harry? I know. That's what. That's why I remember the Potters. I kept being like, oh, he was in Harry Potter while I was reading it quickly. Well, he I'll was just, not. I'll look it up on IMDb real quick. Okay. I'll type in teen titans. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Keep going. Okay. So, th- you're, uh, Jack loves Teen Titans? Yeah. Well, we watched Teen Titans Go, which I think is really funny and silly. Because it's like the comedy version of Teen Titans. Okay. Have you ever watched it? Not really. Okay. Uh, that might be the one I'm more familiar with. I know Robin is in it. Yeah. I know there's some sort of 
Monster Girl? Uh, I don't know. There's, oh no. Jack is yelling at me in the car right now while while I s- stammer and don't remember oh. these names. Okay. Um, Ryan Potter is the actor. Yes, Ryan Potter. Oh, he was a hero in Big Hero 6. Yes. I loved that movie. Yeah. Me- I loved that movie and fell asleep in it, and that's what happens when you're a dad. Yep. <laughs> Minka Kelly's going to be in it. Oh. Um, She's very pretty. Yes. Good thing it's a cartoon. <laughs> Is um, it a cartoon? Isn't it? Is it a so. real li- one of them real it, life shows? I think it's a real life thing. Of real life people? <laughs> yeah, I think it's live action, what? but it might not be. I just fi- I thought they were only cartoons. Are they not? I don't think they've ever done a live action, so I think that's why this is a big deal. Yeah, oh, okay. But I literally I know almost nothing about the Teen Titans because Neither do I. Yeah. I know what I know from that TV show and then we watched there was like a movie that was like it was weird because it was all the same actors, like the same voice actors. Uh-huh. But it was a serious thing, and I was like, "What?" And the drawing, the art was all different. Like it wasn't drawn the same way. Caroscuro so lighting and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, this is like really, this is intense." Huh. And and but they have the same like same actors, and the show we watch, Teen Titans Go, is really silly and over the top. Okay, so it was weird. That's weird. But anyway, that's exciting but, that there's a Teen Titans thing coming. I think. Yeah, that could be cool. And Brenton Thwaites is going to be in it? That's, yes. Is that who you're thinking of? Well, I I saw his name later in another story, and I okay. was like, why did I see this? And that was it. He was in Maleficent. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's how the guy in it pronounces her name. Um, Charlotte Copley. Oh, yeah. He's like, Maleficent, you've got to come to my castle. <laughs> Um, it's to my <laughs> castle. But yeah, um, and he was uh, Brenton Thwaites was also in that uh, that new Pirates of the Caribbean movie that nobody cared about. Right, we watched that the other night. Yeah, he was bland hero protagonist, who oh, was the young boy the love interest of bland white girl protagonist, yeah. who they kept making inappropriate jokes about. Oh, I wasn't watching closely enough to notice. Oh, okay, yeah. No, she was like, uh, she was a person who studies time, and she's like, I'm a horologist, and everyone's oh, yeah. like, ooh, yeah. my, yeah. oh, I, I wouldn't want my daughter to become a horologist. Right, oh, right, right. it's like, oh, come on, yeah, you can't make a joke about a word nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brennan's here to tell you what you're allowed to joke about. Yes, unless you, in case only you Mamma Mia, <laughs> only Mamma Mia songs, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. I'm so excited. What a title. If I could press a button and skip to the day right? that movie comes out. Oh my God, there was a movie about that. Was there? Yeah, it's called Click. Okay, I mean, I don't think it was specifically about... No, it was about seeing Mamma Mia. <laughs> Here we go again, yes. Okay. It was like, I can't wait till the sequel to this movie comes <laughs> out that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> and then Christopher Walken shows up. And then Christopher Walken is like, in no, the, you got to. In the Beyond segment. You know what? Um, As the resident impressionist, you got to look at Christopher Walken. Christopher impression. Walken. He's like, welcome to the Bad <laughs> Beyond of the Bad Bath Beyond. I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, what's what's going on with the next thing that's the not next Teen thing. Titans about which I don't know anything uh, about? This is a big story. I love stories like this okay. because this is where you get to like do the what if. So there's some story about how Blake Lively beat out Jennifer Lawrence for the part in 
Gossip Girl? I was thinking The Shallows. Yeah. Gossip Girl. Okay. I don't know how real this is. I always feel like like maybe one of them, like Jennifer Lawrence did it, an audition. That doesn't. Yeah. I think that's where the story is. Yeah. But like the, they always make it sound like, oh, they were going neck and neck and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but then you get to go to like, wait. Okay. So if they flip and Ooh. Jennifer Lawrence doesn't start her career with. Winter's Bone. Winter's Bone. Thank you. I I can only think of the To the Bone movie or whatever that's called. Um, play it to the bone. Don't Are ask. Are you thinking of the, the anorexia movie? No, there's like a boxing movie or something okay. about it. Anyway. Southpaw. Yep. <laughs> Southpaw Bone. Yeah. <laughs> Monkey Bones. No. Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines. Uh, but then you get to do the thing where it's like, oh, what would have happened to their careers if they flipped? Because uh-huh. Blake Lively has tried really hard to be taken seriously since gossip girl. Yeah. It's worked to some effect. Like she was pretty girl, pretty girl. (laughs) (laughs) She was pretty girl in that movie. No, she's in the Ben Affleck, the town, the one with like the nuns robbing a bank. I guess. Is that what they dress up as at the end? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But yeah, I think she's in the town as like his sister or something. She kind of messes things up. She's pretty good. She was really good in the shallows. Yeah, I haven't. Which seen is that. not a serious movie. Yeah, but well, that's a tough. That's actually harder than it looks. Yeah, like, that, it's a one-woman show. Yeah, that's tough. She has she has to play against a seagull who, to be fair, is one of the best actors in the industry right oh, now. Oh yeah, okay. A seagull was really good. Yeah, um, stuff like that is so thankless. Doing a movie like that, is yeah. probably brutal to do. She's in the water nonstop. Yeah, and like t- at, pretending to be scared of a thing that isn't there, mm-hmm. and and just super high stakes the whole time and you've got to carry a movie and then you know it comes out and everybody's like no oh, fluff piece you know like yeah. no one's like Ooh, academy award worthy no one's gonna respect the performance <sighs> yeah it was so good though okay yeah. so jennifer lawrence and blake lively yeah swapped bodies. yeah no, if they, they switched careers. places so like jennifer lawrence started her career with an oscar nomination like nobody remembers anything before that really yeah and i'm sure she did something Probably. and then immediately was doing hunger games and big movies and what we do no, I'm good. Don't okay. worry. Like all these big things. She was just like a big deal right yeah. away. And Blake Lively was kind of, you know, she was this girl on a TV show and then she crossed yeah, over to movies. That's and... a certain kind of fame. Yeah. Where everybody who watches that show knows exactly who you are, mm-hmm. but nobody outside of it really knows. Unless right. it's like a huge show. Right. And she was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants too, yes. right? Which is Sister a Pants of the Traveling Hood. Yeah. So there's... I don't know. I mean, she's oh. had she has a good career, but she's not getting nominated for an Oscar yes. anytime soon. Also, sorry, go ahead. I know interruptions are against the rules of this podcast, um, as are you. tangents. Yeah. Um, but the person who wrote the Sister of the Traveling Pants series, yeah, as I have learned, mm-hmm. um, because I now work at a used bookstore and I've had to shelve a million copies of it. Okay. Um, her last name is I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's spelled Bra Shares. Yes. Shouldn't it be just called Pants Shares? <laughs> Anyway, uh, so what's your You thing? interrupted for that joke. It was really good. It was good. And also, it was it was topped off by the fact that you were like, I don't know how to say it, but I'm going to say it this uh-huh. way. And or that's like the punchline. The guy who wrote The Maze Runner, his name is James Dashner. Like, shouldn't oh, he be come on. dashing through some mazes? Wow. So this is what happens when you work at a used bookstore? You get real smart, yeah. You get real smart and make jokes like this? Cool. Also, those books are garbage. Hey. The Maze Runner books. Okay. I'm sorry. Some people might like him. Should I delete that? I haven't read it. I'm just so mad that I flipped through some pages. Yeah. <laughs> like everything's capitalized. 
Oh. Like everything's given so much importance. He's like, Nico looked over at the shrub, and it's okay. like, no, it's just a shrub. It doesn't have okay. to be capitalized. It's not a proper All noun. Right. Sorry, I was just mad. They're not garbage. <laughs> They're probably good. The movie I actually really liked. Oh, so how about that? The story is great. So I just it's the don't only like time. the proper nouns. Okay. Also, the name of the company <laughs> is literally, I think, uh, wicked. Like W C K D or something, and it's like, do you think this company has bad intentions? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're probably good. Yeah, actually, no. That's one of the lines. Is like their their uh their motto is "Wicked is good." Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're pretty good. Yeah. So okay, and, what's up with uh? And then there's a girl, a girl, and she's all green. Yeah. Like, so Blake Lively and Jennifer and then she Lawrence sings a song and she flies over the. Yeah, she defies maze. gravity. Yeah. In the maze. Musical theater humor. <laughs> Okay, so next story. Okay. Next topic. Okay. All right. Are you okay? Yes. All right. Uh, so um, Margot Robbie yes. is playing Tanya Harding in the movie Tanya or Harding. Tanya, or, a Star Wars story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's my question. What? Wait. Okay. Here's my question. Yeah. Who's Tanya Harding? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that your question? I mean, I know who she is, okay. but like, why is this happening? Okay. Okay. So do you not know the Tanya Harding story? Is she a model? She was an ice skater, a oh, figure skater. Okay. And she paid some guys to hit another ice skater in the knee. Oh no. Right before the Olympic trials or whatever. That's a mean thing to do. Yeah. It was kind of a scandal. It was her and okay. Nancy Kerrigan. It was a big deal in 1992. I was not even yeah. alive. So like. But they they made a documentary like a thirty for thirty, and it was pretty crazy. Okay. Um, still not a lot known about it because it was like these shady dudes, and like there was footage of Nancy Kerrigan right after it, which did not make Nancy Kerrigan very sympathetic. Okay. So f- some people kind of sympathized with Tanya Harding, who committed like plotted to have this crime committed. But Nancy Kerrigan is like, like on the ground holding her knee, being like, "Why, why, why would they do that?" Like, just okay. Um, and she was a little bit like the princess, and Tanya Harding came from the wrong side of the tracks. And so, America loves an underdog yeah. story. Here's the thing. Okay, Margot Robbie, yes, is like a perfect looking human. Yes, it's her and Zac Efron on like both yeah. sides of the like gender coin. Exactly. She's so attractive that it can be distracting in a movie and like almost make it it's hard to watch her at times. Good lord. Yeah, like it was really hard to focus on the the like really important subtleties of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um she hasn't really done anything where you've needed to take her that seriously. Like she's great in Wolf of Wall Street yes. or whatever that character is, but she puts the, her heel on his face. Yeah. Um and then there's some other stuff. But She's very good. Yes. I don't mean to imply that she's not. Right. Yeah. She's she's got something. She's she's fun to watch. She's I mean, she's very pretty, but she's also like got a little something there. But Tanya Harding is not a perfect looking human. Uh-huh. Um Margot Robbie is like this petite little thing. One of the things about Tanya Harding was that she was not a petite ice skater. She was like okay. very muscular, big big muscular girl for an ice skater you know usually they tend okay. to be real little like wafy things she was not it was like a very prominent physical characteristic she had okay. big like very muscular like legs and stuff and like arms she was like i'm not saying she was like 
a big person. She just wasn't dainty. Uh-huh. She was very, and like that was the way she skated, and that was like a big contrast. But Nancy Kerrigan was like kind of taller and elegant, and like I don't know, looked kind of like a movie star, like almost like a Julia Roberts type. Like she, and she was okay. very elegant, and like what you and Tanya Harding was a little more rough, and like did these kind of more aggressive moves, and that was what ended up being her problem because she would like fall and stuff. I'm kind of doing this off the top of my, I don't remember okay. all of the details, but to me, it's like a very awkward casting choice. Cause like the only thing they have in common is they are blonde and blue eyed. Uh huh. Everything well, else doesn't, doesn't work. Do you think she's going to Christian bail this role? I don't like she's going to get yoked. Yeah. She's going to get all jacked up and, and then she'll be like, and somehow not be as attractive because Tanya Harding wasn't very attractive. She'll, she'll Charlize Theron. Yeah. Monster. I think all they're going to do is put bad 90s bangs on her and be Probably. like, look at her. She doesn't look they're right. put paint on her overalls. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> um, I would love to see her Christian bailing all over the... Well, no one should do that. No. Um, but what if it's like, if she could just be a chameleon like that, like yeah. Margot Robbie in the Mama Cass story. <laughs> and then she's next, it's like... Her she's in Mama Mia. Here we go again. Is she? No, I just said that to get you excited. <sighs> who should? Who else should be in this movie? Mamma Mia, here we go again. Yeah, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, definitely. Is he? I don't know. Okay, because he don't can think sing. So. Yeah, he can. He was in um a like a one off production of Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, once. Okay, um, I would have paid money to see that. Yeah. Speaking of Ellen Green, needs to be in all musicals yes. all the time. Yes. Um, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer, because he should be in everything. Uh huh. Uh, Eric McCormick. Yep, he could play the wallpaper. <laughs> um, I'm sure Abba has a wallpaper song. Zac Efron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he actually learned it. how to sing after High School Musical. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think he knew how to sing. They just didn't like his voice a whole lot. Okay. Well, they at least let him sing in yeah. the High School Musical two and three, and he's okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's the thing is he could. He was like a musical theater kid. Was he? Yeah. I honestly don't know that much about Zac Efron. Here's a fun story. Okay. You know our mutual frel, friend, Frel? Friend yep. Miguel? Yes. Okay. Our mutual friend Miguel was in a limo going to like a prom or something in high school and Zac Efron was there. What? In the same limo. And he's like, hey, I just booked this Disney thing. And Miguel was like, mm, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very Miguel. Yeah. And he was like, whatever, dude. Yeah, Disney. That's going to be great. He was with Zac Efron, who oh was God. about to become a huge thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think he was like legitimately a like a theater kid. And okay. He just, like, uh, I mean, my problem with him, I don't actually have a problem with Zac Efron. He tries. He's trying really hard. He just doesn't. He doesn't have it. Well, he's not. He doesn't have what it takes to be like believable as an actor. That's not his fault. He's trying. He like takes himself. He takes it seriously. Yeah. I mean, he sure takes his abs seriously. I mean, everybody should. Everybody should take his abs seriously. Yeah, they are no joke. My abs look like that under the shirt, under all the rest. Stop it! Under the skin. Stop the Scarlett Johansson movie. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. All right. Um, Punisher. Yeah. 
the TV show, okay, is coming. They finally gave us a date, November seventeenth. Oh yeah, because they were up. like teasing like sooner than you think. Or yeah, whatever. people were like it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, I like that I called it a TV show, but it's not going to be on TV. But we know what we mean. It'll be on a TV. Yeah, but it won't be through a through TV channels. It'll be Netflix. Um, have you watched any of their stuff? The Marvel Netflix. I was in the room while my ex roommate was watching Daredevil. Okay, Daredevil was good. That's all I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones. What's her name? Emily Ritter? Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. I don't know who Emily Ritter is. Oh, I think I went to school with an Emily Ritter. Great. Sorry, Emily. Shout out to Emily. <laughs> yeah. Um, or something. Anyway. But yeah, she is not great as Jessica Jones. Oh. You prefer uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I don't know. I would prefer someone that. Oh, okay. But I would like both of them to be in Mamma Mia too. <laughs> yes. Okay, you know that thing? Here's the thing, and every once in a while I become aware of it. I'll be watching a show, and I'm like, this is so good. Or I'm watching a movie, and I'm like, this is so good. That guy's such a badass. Like, oh, that guy's so tough. And then for a second, you, like, pull out, and you're like, that's, like, a 140-pound actor who's probably 5'6". Like, uh-huh. he is not – he's definitely not a badass. Like, in real life, he's probably a little swishy or something. You know, like, he's not tough. Yeah. He's some little actor. And people, you know, and you're like, oh, he's such a bad, this, ca-, you know, you get so into the character and they like play it convincingly. But then as soon as you pull back a little bit, you're like, ooh, everything looks really corny. Right. You have uh-huh. to like, oh, wipe that away and go back into how badass. Okay. So she is supposed to be just this badass chick. Like she's okay. supposed to be tough and like she's super strong. That's like, she's got superpowers. What's cool about them is they like have superpowers, but they're like regular people and they just yeah. kind of deal with it. And they walk around. They don't really wear a costume. Which is why Jack doesn't like any of those shows. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, there's no costume. I don't like. Um, but she's just like tough and like can throw things far and jump things, f- jump far and stuff. Uh huh. But she plays it. She's like, in every scene, you're like, you can see it. You don't have to be like, oh, I pulled back and I can see she's not tough. Like, she's just not. She walks funny. <laughs> like, she just doesn't. It doesn't work. And she's trying so hard. She's sneering so hard. That it just is like, oh, if they'd gotten it. Like, she has a good look. I feel like she keeps getting cast because she has a good look. You know? She has that kind of... Um, d- looks like she's lived hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she tends to play characters that yeah are that way. Or aren't very nice. She has an edge to her, but it she doesn't have enough of an edge. But the bad guy in that show is David Tennant. Yes. And he is, once they get to that, like you're watching and you're like, I don't know, you, you know, as anyone does with a Netflix show, you watch like more episodes than you want to before you really go like, I don't like this. Yeah. Just as you're ready to give up on Jessica Jones, David Tennant shows up and you're like, oh, I'm in because he makes it so good. And she does a good job once she's doing the stuff with him. It's just when she's just walking around being a badass, it's not as great. And then Luke Cage is good. Okay. Yes. That's a good one. I recommend it's cool okay i like it great iron fist i heard that one was very bad it's really bad and it's the kid from game of thrones um there's a lot of people in that show he whoa i just turned the mic off and on i noticed i heard that (laughs) (laughs) that was fun uh he plays the gay brother of the girl that marries joffrey okay so i've probably seen some clips of him (laughs) yeah He's not memorable on that show. Okay. To give him his own superhero show, not a good idea. Can't carry it. He's not dynamic at all. He's real boring. And he's, 
Yeah. So not my favorite. Okay. And then they were like, let's put them all together and make the defenders. And it is. Yeah. I, I people were really excited about that like two years ago and yeah. then it came out and no one talked about well, it. Well, they lost a lot of steam. They needed to like bounce off season two of daredevil. Cause that was really good. Yeah. But they bounced off like season one of iron fist and everybody was like, man, I'm over it. Yeah. Um, and they were like, Hey, remember that show you hated? He's a key part of this show you Great. were looking forward to. So yeah, yeah, they needed to cast someone else's that. Well, how many stories do you have left? Because we're good. If you want to stop, we can stop. No, we we get like ten more minutes. But I do want to like not talk people's ears off this time. And also, I'm hungry. Oh yeah. Um, I read this headline. Okay. NCIS fans have questions about Maria Bello's debut. I have a question. (laughs) What is NCIS? It's one of those... How is it still on the air? <laughs> what is JAG? And is this related to it? <laughs> Do you, you don't know what JAG is? I mean... It was big in the 90s. I know that my roommate, my friend's roommate was watching it one time and tried to tell me the whole thing. And I was like, I'm I'm leaving. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I literally, I don't know what JAG is. I just yeah. know that there's a joke about it on Friends. So there we go. I know that it happened in the 90s. Yeah. Um, NCIS is one of those infinite, yeah. um, like, um, acronym shows like right. Law and Order SVU or CSI, yeah. or whatever. Yes, and I I know it's a joke that old people like to watch it, and yeah. that's all I know about it. But I can't figure out like, how is this a headline? Maria Bello's debut. They have questions. <laughs> then I tried to read the article, and I was like, What are these questions? <laughs> this raises more questions than yeah. answers. I don't know what's going on. I was pretty certain that NCIS and JAG were the same thing, but I don't think they are. They're definitely not. But aren't they the same? I, I don't know. I don't know what JAG is. I think it was I know in the Joey Navy and he was, was like a it. lawyer in the Navy. And this is well, about. It's not like, the Navy. I think so. It's, it's like, it's just like a CSI. I think. I thought that's what the N was, was Naval. <sighs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You guys. Okay. Please email us at what's our email address? <laughs> <laughs> something, something with a Hold cast on. party in it. I have it written down. Email, you've been listening. He says it at the end of every episode. Yeah. Anyway, email us at our email address. No one's ever actually. We might have a million emails. We wouldn't know because you don't check it. They go to my phone. No, they don't. Castpartypod at gmail.com. There we go. Email us if you know what either NCIS or JAG are. Please do. Um. Yeah, we don't need anyone to explain Mamma Mia to us because that's my job. Yeah. But those other things, yes, please. Yes, Thank absolutely. You. Yeah. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Cast Party Pod and on Facebook at Cast Party. Um. Please tell us. Yeah. Okay. We don't know anything. Here's a real quick one. Okay. Guys, everyone, everyone okay. listening, listen. Yes. Pull your earbuds close to you. Did <laughs> you swallow them? <laughs> yeah. Scott Stapp is having a baby. Who the hell is that? In other news, Scott Stapp still exists. He's the lead singer of Creed. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's all I have. Okay, is that... I just... I'm like, why is this making... Why am I seeing this anywhere? Especially IMDb. Right. Does he have a thriving movie career <laughs> no. I don't know about? What was funny is they listed him as Creed and... And then there was another band name, Frontman. And I was like, he's been the front man of two bands. Why? 
Like I literally you take me higher. I, like I was gonna say, I don't think I could name a Creed song. That's it. That's the okay, one. Okay, that's the one. Oh no no, with arms wide open. Mm, that's, that's another a, one. It's a pretty good impression. Yeah, it's not as good as yours. Can we hear yours? I'll do my impression of you doing an impression okay. of whatever the hell his name is. Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. My name's Scott Stapp. <laughs> I'm in two bands. Oh, my God. Uh, that was Louis Armstrong. That was really good. <laughs> that was a good uh, Louis Armstrong. All right. Um, I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Because it would be like a long. It's like, no. Um, okay. This is a good one to okay. end on. Okay. So there's a, there's a documentary coming out called Jim and Andy. Okay. Is it about The Office? It is not. I wish it was. Okay. What it's about is the making of um, the Andy Kaufman movie starring Jim Carrey called Man in the Moon, I want to say. Okay. Man on the Moon? Man in the... I can't yeah. remember. If you believe they put a man on the... I think it's Man on the Moon. Anyway. Um, so uh, what I read about today was that there's some clips from the movie and in it, Jim Carrey is acting like a jerk on the set because that's how... Andy Kaufman was okay, and so it was some method acting. And, okay, and we both love method acting. Oh, you want? Oh no, um, you wanted to uncork this? I do. I said I wrote down time for method acting rants. Oh my god, that's how we're gonna end this podcast. Man. Okay, well, <laughs> welcome and to the second hour of our show. No, it'll be um, fast. No, I'll I'll condense my arguments into one anecdote. Okay, great. Um. Jason Miller during the recording of The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, William Friedkin kept doing his crap, like shooting off guns behind his actors to scare them. Yeah. Um, because William Friedkin is a monster. Yeah. Um, and Jason Miller was like, I'm an actor. I will pretend to be scared. Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. And I feel that way about all method acting. Yes. It's like, just pretend. Just pretend. Yeah. Use your imagination a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, actors have to find a root in a real emotion mm-hmm. and access that. Yep. And that's very important. But wandering around for three weeks in your underwear does not help you prepare for a role. Learning how to act prepares you for a role. Who wandered around in three weeks in their underwear? I made that up, but oh, I feel like Jared Leto really has good. done it. Yeah, probably. He's probably doing it right now to prepare for something. Well, because his method, he, he, his, he's just stunt acting. Yes. He's not taking it seriously like a Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. But... Well, I know that there were stories about his version of method acting on the set of Suicide Squad, and I can't Ooh. remember any of them. No, they're terrible. He he, he was, was like, like being a jerk to everybody, right? Because the Joker was a jerk. He mailed used condoms to yeah. people who in the cast and like gross, like I don't yeah. know, pig guts or something. Ugh. And there is a great Viola Davis talked about this, mm-hmm. and she was like, "He didn't send anything to me because I'm dating a big football player, and I would have had him kill him." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I would have too. Yeah, that's. That's someone call HR, the HR department of Suicide Squad, because yeah. that's not okay. Yeah, and when your method acting is like uh, being aggressive towards other people, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, so, I feel the need to clarify what method acting actually is. <laughs> yeah, that probably would help. And the people that take credit for being a method actor are usually indulgent jerks. Yes. Um. So method acting is using kind of modern psychology to form a character. That's all it is. It's a modern way of thinking about it. The method was developed by Stanislavski, and his goal was to create truthful 
performances. So it, being calling yourself a method actor now is the most BS thing ever because everybody that's acting now is a method actor unless they like somehow are still using acting techniques from silent movies. Yes, which not really. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it was the difference is the old style of acting was you were meant to present the story to the audience. So you played emotions that you weren't necessarily feeling and you just like indicated them. You'd like rub your eyes to show that you were crying or make a sad face or a happy face. Think of kind of the more over the top stuff you've seen in silent movies. That was what acting was. And if you look back on, you know, the movies before the like mid fifties, everything was one way. John Wayne was not a method actor. He would just like, say all his lines in a certain way and kind of you know it was all kind of posing and having a cadence and like just being tough if you were a guy and and you can really see it in certain movies like the difference there's a really great example is um from here to eternity you get montgomery clift who's playing this like sensitive complicated version of a human being and then you've got burt lancaster who's just like i got teeth So method acting just means like making a full person. You do not have to spend one moment as that person, as that person when the camera isn't rolling, when you aren't on stage, that's not something you need to do for some people. They choose to stay in character because it takes a lot for them to get into character. So in movies you've worked on sets, there's a lot of starts and stops. Yes. So someone might choose to just not start and stop and they can stay in character and that's fine. That's their choice. But when you make a big show about it and you like are mean to people about it, that's not method acting. Being like, don't call me by my real name, like whatever. It's the actor's job to justify people calling them by the wrong name if they're in character, like whatever. You can you can stay in the moment of the scene. That's fine. But like this idea that you're going to walk around for the six months that you're working on a movie and live inside that, that's a bad idea. That, that's not necessary. It's not going to... And and then, you know, that's how we judge... Oh, he was a method actor about it. He lived as the person. Well, yeah. Well, stunt acting is what gets awards. Yeah. Like, The Revenant. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. It's like, but he I'm really like, was cold. <laughs> he really was being raped by that bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, so my thing about method acting is like, whatever your method is, that's fine. But it it you don't need to live up to you know, Sean Penn on Fast Times at Ridgemont High only answering to Spicoli and like staying in character nonstop, which meant probably getting high all the time, I guess. I think he was just trying to justify getting high all the time. That's a great comedic character. He probably could have been just as good without being a jerk on the set and being difficult. And it, and, and method acting, I mean, one of my favorite things, I was at a restaurant one time and I just overheard you know, some dad explaining method acting and it was right as I was learning about it in uh. high school. So he says to his son, like, well, it means like if you're doing a scene where you're drunk, you actually get drunk. No. And I was like, no. I wanted to turn around and be like, no, what it means is if you're doing a scene where you're drunk, you remember a time where you were drunk and you think about what that was like and you kind of research it in whatever way you choose. And that can be just remembering that can be, I mean, maybe actually getting drunk not on set and just like observing yourself and what you do and then trying to recreate that. But it doesn't mean making life a living hell for anyone else. You shouldn't bother anyone else. So 
I think some of Daniel Day-Lewis's stuff has been overblown. I think he stays in character on set. I don't know uh-huh. if he like goes home and he's still whatever. But in a way, like then you're improvising as the character the whole day. As long as to me, as long as you're not a jerk about it, it's fine. I've worked with people that chose to stay in character backstage. It was really frustrating because backstage is different than on stage. You need to have conversations backstage about things that you can't have characters you can't have a yeah. character like hey somebody just left that phone on stage somebody needs to go get it you're going out next grab the phone as you're leaving or whatever you know that's a dumb example but that's what i'm talking about and i've had conversations with people backstage and they're like what i don't know what you're talking and i'm like oh my god <laughs> so all of this all the fact that we're standing in a room full of a bunch of people you can like let that be, but you have to stay in character while I'm like talking to you about this thing that needs to happen for the show to go on. Stop being a jerk. Just do it. Yeah. And it's like, you already have received the information. Don't pretend like you can't yeah. process what? it. I don't know what that means. Like, just do it. And you can kind of stay in like, for me, I've done, you know, a character that has an accent. I might talk in that accent backstage. Yeah. You, you take, but I'm not like, so you don't slip out of it. Yes. It's because sometimes it's hard, whatever it is like, but it's you, you are, you're not really that person. You're trying your best to kind of inhabit yeah. them for a while, but it's so much more work to try to stay in character off. It's, it's so much it, more it, work than it needs to be. And it doesn't um, necessarily impact what ends up on the screen. No, like it's not, no. It, 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 it's not like, Oh, that performance was so much better because right. off stage he was like whipping tiles at people or whatever. What a, yeah. Whatever weird thing you're doing. So I just think it's, weird that like Jim Carrey who's not even really I don't think he's a trained actor he was just a stand up and then he decided he needed to play Andy Kaufman and Andy Kaufman's no one really knows what was real and fake about Andy Kaufman that's part of it and then this guy like is like okay well I'm just gonna be Andy Kaufman on set and be difficult and like like do things that Andy would do push people because that was his whole thing is like pushing people annoying people so then he was a jerk on set like what what no, are we doing? No, thank you. What are, and he's good in that movie. He's good in that movie. He's I don't think he's as good as everybody said he was. At all times I was like, look at Jim Carrey doing an Andy Kaufman impression. Yep. Um I, to me, I mean, this is me really up on my high horse. I, I just I'm it's obnoxious to me to hear about how they stayed in character. Blah, blah. Like you can do that. Anybody can do that. To me, it's like a it's an easier way to do things if like like I said, between takes. Yeah. Just stay in character, you know, whatever. Like a good idea is to improvise the moment before the scene. So, you know, like, so you're kind of living in it. I love improvising as a character. That's fun. But just being like, Hey, all of you crew that aren't a part of this world that I'm imagining, you also have to pretend that I'm in that. Like, yeah, it's dragging other people into your annoying stunt. Yeah. And people who are professionals and trying to do their job. Yeah. And it's the worst. And a lot of the time, for me, my experience was a lot with like high school actors that were really like, this is what acting is because that's what we learned. Yeah. And they totally misinterpreted it. And it was like, yeah, you're in character backstage. And I'm like, dude, we're doing Wizard of Oz 2012. Like, (laughs) we're not like just you're you're playing. Yeah. You're playing like the dumbest. Our director wrote this. We watched her write it. We're singing songs. <laughs> like you can't be like this is real. Like just, just play. And you can snap. And all of us, we've been rehearsing for so long. We can snap in and out of the character. Like you can when you've 
play when you've built a character for long enough, you can just do it. Yeah. And I, and, and I under, I totally understand when you're doing, you know, on a movie, it's like you might be shooting for 30 seconds and standing around for 10 minutes. That would be annoying to have to keep figure, finding the character for 30 seconds. Just stay in. That's fine. But don't, uh-huh. make it, don't make it anybody else's a problem, but yours. And yeah. And speaking of that, like it, you never hear of Broadway people doing this no. because they've done it so much. They yeah. can't snap in and out of yeah. that. It's like, you don't hear, I don't know anyone who's done anything in Broadway. Um, Bette Midler <laughs> isn't walking around yeah. being gypsy. Sure. Was she in that? I think so. Great. Yeah. She's not like, I don't know, <laughs> telling fortunes and yeah. stuff on this Well, street. And part That's of it is you're just doing it. a job. You're yeah. doing a job. And, and when we treat actors like they're curing cancer, like it's a, it's a good job. It's a fun thing to do. Yes. I think some, a lot of the method actors, they feel it's like, well, this is so, it's so natural to me or whatever. Like there's a, I feel with a lot of the really great actors, there's a level of shame because they're like, look at all this, um, kind of a a claim I'm getting. And it's like, not that hard for me. Yeah. I think that was a big thing with Brando. Like he just could do it. He just was Brando and he, uh-huh. you know, he was magnetic and he didn't understand it and he didn't understand why he was such a big deal. And he didn't like the weird thing that came with being a sex symbol. Cause when he was young, I mean, there was this, some story they said, you know, I saw this blonde guy and he was always working out and that turned out to be Marlon Brando. And then he turned into a big fat guy because he was just a guy that worked out, not because he was like, I'm going to be a movie star, but just, he like, it was his body. He wanted to be yeah. in good shape. And then, Every every interview, it was like, what's it like being the sexiest man in the world or whatever? And I think he was like, ugh. Uh-huh. And he was like, I'm just an actor. Like, I'm just a guy. And there's interviews with him where he's like, what you're doing is just as much acting as what I do. Like, you think you're not acting, but you are. You're, you know, you're pretending every moment of every day. I'm just, I just can do it when they say pretend to be this person. I can do it. Yeah. And so for some people, it is like kind of that way so that i think the method acting thing is a way to like make you feel more important and make you feel like your job is harder or something or yeah or yeah to justify yeah how much money you're making right off of this or how important you feel it is yeah. that's really interesting yeah that's a good end cap because yeah. i want to go eat dinner yeah um but yeah I, this episode turned out pretty good there we go i think good job everyone good Mo- job mostly dave way to go i just talked about abba songs <laughs> Um, yeah, I already told you how to contact us earlier, yeah. but we are proud people, proud member of the pod people's network. Mm-hmm. Um, and our theme song is good day by Tally Hall off the album, Marvin's marvelous mechanical museum, mm-hmm. uh, which you should buy. It's a very good album. It is a really good album. It's very old now, but it's still really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do the thing. What was it? Bye. <laughs> Don't poop your pants. Yeah. Don't do the thing. Yeah. I'll see you in two weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Okay. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101. Which is? Your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme. Like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers. Just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much. 
everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man, and he's willing to come along this journey with me, and we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. (laughs) On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me.